Hello, and welcome back to another podcast episode. This week, I've decided to start a new sort of segment on this podcast, where I discuss um, topics that are more relevant to current events, and kind of talk about my opinions on them, because I am a massive news consumer, and there's a lot going on in the world, and I have a lot of opinions about it. Um, So today, I want to talk about the destruction of statues that are going around all across the country, or as um, Trump would like to call them, national monuments. And um, recently he declared a, or he signed an executive order essentially um, upping the charges on anybody who aids in the destruction of these statues. Um, But I will not lie, some of the videos online are pretty funny because Gen Z is really joining in on this and I do love to see it. I love to see young people like me getting involved in politics and really standing for something that matters. I think that's great. Um, But there have been a lot of statues that came down um, that were maybe people who, well, there there were some people who fought on the side of the union um, and those statues still came came down and um I actually John Stewart had a really interesting interview with Trevor Noah about this and he basically said um like yes like of course these statues are going to come down because the fact is if we had a normal and just society or I mean maybe some will argue a perfect society these statues would have come down a long time ago um because the people that we choose to idealize a lot of times in this country really aren't the best people. I mean, think of Columbus, who countless, countless things are named after. Like, I can't even imagine how indigenous people probably feel about that. Um, or Andrew Jackson, who's on the $20 bill. Um, and, of course, he championed the Indian Removal Act. It just seems like we choose as a country to put the worst people on a pedestal so of course these statues are going to come down and I really can understand the pain especially um with when people like Robert E. Lee and Jefferson Davis are idealized in this way um the confederacy was such a short part of our history and it's really nothing to be patriotic about because when you think about it it's pretty much the opposite of um patriotism because it was it was division it was um non-equality nullification and i don't think that's at all what america stands for the confederacy stood for putting people in bondage um, and actually, I think the history of this is quite fascinating. I watched a Vox segment, or it might have been Vice, but I think it was Vox, um, and I highly recommend it because they talked a lot about um, the Daughters of the Confederacy, who were basically these like rich plantation owner um, daughters and how they are actually the ones responsible for a lot of the statues that we see today and also rewriting the history books and um a lot of the reason that this patriotism uh, is so ingrained in the southern ideology and how they're so 
I mean, you you go to the South and you see Confederate flags everywhere. It's kind of ridiculous. Um, they are pretty responsible for all of it. I mean, they rewrote history textbooks. They um, campaigned to Congress. And they really stood for, like, this Southern culture, re-evangelism re kind of thing, which is ridiculous, I think, because, of course, like, looking back on it, it really stood for all the wrong things, so I think that's really interesting how, um, <laughs> a group of women really had a role in the reason that, um, that conf the confederacy is so ingrained in the southern culture, um, and I but then also you have people like Hans Christian Haig or Robert Goldshaw or even Ulysses S. Grant who are getting their statues pulled down. And um, of course there's several arguments that I can make on their behalf and also uh, against them because of course why would you be pulling down the statues of people who actually fought for the Union side and um, you know... It, like I, I see a lot of like Fox News anchors saying like oh do we just like hate statues now um, and I think it's interesting because they kind of refuse to have that larger conversation of why we idealize these people why do we put these people on a pedestal and they're never minorities they're never people who really should have their voices heard they're always rich white dudes um, which is really interesting I mean Franklin Roosevelt has his face carved into the um what's it called mount rushmore which is kind of uh weird in my opinion since of course he he did do a lot but i would argue that he's not nearly as significant as some of our other founding fathers who are in that monument as well like washington and jefferson um i don't know i i, I find that fascinating and um anyway i think going back to those statues of the people who were Union soldiers, you can't expect everyone to be a history buff. You can't expect everyone to know that Ulysses S. Grant and Robert Goldshaw and Hans Christian Haig were Confederate, or, uh, were Union soldiers because, you know, um, <laughs> I think it's actually a really funny argument because a lot of conservatives could really benefit from a good history lesson because they don't seem to understand that African-American and people of color have been subjugated for years through institutionalized systems that specifically put them down and put them at a disadvantage. Um, and they also don't seem to understand that they're on the wrong side of history again, even though it's repeating itself and even though we see this kind of police brutality and um, just disregard for African-American lives taking place over and over and over and over again. And, um, it's not, you, you just, you can either be racist or anti-racist, like, there's no in-between, you can't stand for Trump and not, and, and claim that you're not a racist, and, I mean, I, I personally, I understand that ideology more than anyone because, I mean, I, I lived in Ohio, and that's not exactly the most, um, conservative place but the, the specific area that I lived in was very very conservative and as we know Ohio did go to Trump in 2016 and everyone that I was around was very very conservative very pro-Trump very Republican and I mean that's that's all I was surrounded with that's all I knew um, was this conservative ideology but just for a moment, 
if you step out of what you know and you really try to hear these stories and understand the issues, I mean, at first it's frustrating because it's like, you know, you're challenging your beliefs and it's so nuanced because, you know, even just taking the democratic side is not good enough because some of the things that they stand for, I personally don't agree with either, you know, um, and also they do have a long history of subjugating minorities as well, um, and I don't mean like the, the old democratic party, I mean this democratic party, um, it, it's just, there's just no perfect way to go when determining your political ideology and everyone's beliefs are going to be different and mine personally are always changing but I really think that it's important that people um, open their minds and it's especially imperative to this movement Um, but again going back to the statues it's just I, I find that with the conservative ideology it's extremely hypocritical at times. I mean, the fact that they can defend Confederate soldiers, but not, um, you know, like, they didn't say anything when the Osama bin Laden statue was toppled, and I, or, yeah, like, it's just, um, it's just very hypocritical I think and I do get that it's destruction of property destruction of monuments but the fact is the thing that we need to realize is these statues should have come down a long time ago and the, the fact is that peop- these people stand for hatred hatred towards African Americans and I would argue hatred towards this country fundamentally and ideology ideologically because they didn't believe in freedom they didn't want african-american people to be free they they stood for slavery and that is about their only position um and you can argue that it was about states rights but um i will ask you this states right to do what that's right own slaves that's it um and I think that the Civil War would have happened a long time ago if it was just about states' rights, because the North and the South were always feuding about this topic. Um, But, over time, our government has grown, and there's clearly a reason for that. Like, clearly one side won out, but anyway, besides the point. um, I just, I think it's really interesting that we are upset at the people who are destroying these monuments and not talking about the larger issue here which is why are we idealizing these people in the first place like i just it's really so bizarre to me and the more research you do and the more you look into it it's just crazy i mean uh, again like i lived in ohio and columbus is is the capital no I think Columbus is the capital, I don't know, but it's, like, one of the bigger cities, and, um, you know, Columbus is kind of the name that you hear everywhere, but then when you grow up and you learn more about history and you learn about all the awful, awful, awful things this guy did, it's just, like, why, why would we name anything after this guy ever? Um, I, I think it's rather ridiculous, uh, and, there's so many other examples of that and i don't know i honestly question why we put people on a pedestal like this in the first place because again it's never 
the right voices that are heard. It's it's just interesting that we choose to idealize and we choose to indulge in this great man history because honestly, I think history is made by the choices of individuals, individuals that we often don't hear from, not the great men that we celebrate like Washington or Jefferson. And that's not denying that they had a really significant impact in obviously forming this country, but should we really choose to idealize them in this way? Like, is that really the most productive thing to do as a country? Because we do need to acknowledge that they were slave owners and the times were different. Um, And even they said that the constitution and this sort of system wouldn't last very long. And there's just so many imperative flaws. And I feel like the more that you read about it and you realize how it affects people, it really just wants to make you, it, it wants to make me um, scrap the whole thing, honestly. But also with that, there's a lot of, I mean, <laughs> first of all, <laughs> that'd be virtually impossible in our current political climate. And second of all, it's, I mean, obviously there's a trade-off because with the people who are currently in charge in this government, I would 100% not want them to design the new one because if they had it their way, I mean, uh, corporations would probably take over the world, specifically the corporations that paid the money in. Um, You know, there's just, there's a lot of flaws with our political system. And I think that a lot of reform needs to be made and a lot of changes need to be made. And we really just do not need to be focusing on statues right now of all things. And we need to be having a larger conversation. But I I mean, as a counter to that, I also think about how um, taking down these statues and destroying this property really maybe takes away from that conversation in a little bit of a way because I just I think it's really easy for someone on the other side who is kind of you know leaning towards being opposed to this and honestly I mean going off of that I really don't think that there should be sides to this issue I really think that it's like a one-sided issue like be racist or don't be racist I don't understand how this has become so politicized but anyway I mean, of course, this is America. I mean, what do we expect? But um, anyway, I just, I don't know. I think, and and with the writing too, like, it's very easy for someone who's already racist to kind of have a reason to, like, justify their views, be like, oh, I don't support the movement because they're destroying property, blah, blah, blah. I mean, that's all they're seeing on Fox News. They're not having a larger conversation about any of this. They're not publicizing black voices at all. Um, which is, of course, <laughs> as expected, um, and I, I just, I don't know, but also I really understand the pain and suffering that's going through that community, especially in a time like this where they're, where the whole country is facing economic burden, but, um, especially black and Latino communities are really, really, um, being hit the hardest by this, not only just by the virus, but also by the um, recession. And I, I mean, I think it's really important that we understand people's pain and try to be empathetic.
Um, and also, about time these statues went down. I am all about that. I think it's really important. But also, yeah. Um, I don't know if I'll continue doing segments like this. I do like just ranting, but also I tend to go off on tangents. Um, I don't know. This is kind of like my opinion, but recorded because I like doing it more that way. Um, so I hope you enjoyed listening to my little rant. Hopefully I didn't go too off topic, but, um, oh, and please leave suggestions if you want me to rants about anything else or if you see something cool please send it to me um i did make a website so you can contact me through there and i'm pretty sure there's a way that you can do it through spotify or apple or whatever too um so anyway thank you (laughs)